شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على عبده ورسوله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان لا يوم الدين ما بعد From the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. These are from the greatest names of Allah. Rather, Allah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us, أَحَبُّ الْأَسْمَاءِ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ وَعَبْدُ الرَّحْمَانِ The most beloved names to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Abdullah, the slave of Allah, and Abdul Rahman, the slave, the most merciful. Why did Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loved the name of Abdul Rahman over all of his other names other than Abdullah, over all of his other names. And this is the name that alludes to his mercy, to show the greatness of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah starts the Qur'an, he says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. He didn't say Bismillahir Aziz Al-Hakim, the most wise, the most, uh, you know, the Almighty. He didn't say Ar-Raqib, you know, all of these things. He didn't, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't mention the names of his names other than Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim in these situations. And these are to allude these are to allude to the greatness of these names in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No doubt the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're different in levels. That's why we have Al-Ism Al-Ahsan, the greatest name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the scholars, they differ what it is. Some of them said Allah, some of them said Al-Hayy Al-Qayyum. The point is that the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find clearly in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preferred the name of Ar-Rahman, Rahmah, Mercy. And he preferred the name of Rahim, which is also to do with the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to show the greatness of the mercy of Allah. In the hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wrote, kitaban al-arsh. He wrote on his throne, next, uh, a throne, عنده, is next to his, he wrote next to his throne. He wrote next to his throne. Inna rahmati sabaqat ghadabi. My mercy overcomes my anger. A lot of people were going into Ramadan now. And before Ramadan you committed sins. And we all commit sins. The Prophet said, Every son of Adam is a constant person who makes a mistake. He's a person who constantly makes mistakes. And the best of those who constantly makes mistakes are those who constantly repent. The point is that we're about to go into Ramadan and we're entering into Ramadan and we've got sins on our backs that we've committed. Everyone, everyone has committed sins. Like in Allah, when we enter into Ramadan, one thing that we need to have istihdar of, one thing that we need to have in our mind constantly is that Allah is the most merciful. He will forgive all of your sins. He can forgive every single sin. Sufyan ibn Uyayna, he was in Hajj one year and a man came to him and asked him, yeah, he asked him uh, by his kunya, and I forgot his kunya, Abu Abdullah, Abu Abdullah, he said to him, who is the most wretched person today in Arafah, in Hajj, in Arafah, the time where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives? He said, who is the worst person here today? Sufyan, he said, the one who thinks Allah is not going to forgive him. If you think Allah is not going to forgive you, you're the worst person here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَنْ مِنْ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّهِ إِلَّا الضَّالُّونَ Who loses hope in the mercy of Allah other than those who are misguided? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَنْ no one has no hope in the help of Allah other than those who are disbelievers. Everyone has hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we're entering into Ramadan, 
enter it with a heart knowing that Allah is, gonna, is able to forgive me. Don't ever go into Ramadan thinking that Allah will never forgive me. I've done too many sins. Never, don't ever enter into like that. Rather, that is, itself is a sin. You have bad thoughts of Allah, thinking Allah cannot forgive you. And Allah can forgive you. He's, he's more generous. Or the person who does not forgive is someone who's a stingy person. Even amongst the human beings, right? You go, you, you go to someone, you know someone, he always holds grudge, grudges. Always holds grudges. He always holds grudges. What do you think about that person? You think that person's he hasn't got a very good personality. Tayyib, what about if you think about that? If you think like that about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you think that Allah only holds grudges, He doesn't forgive your sins. Allah forgives all of the sins. He can forgive everything. So that's what you're meant to enter into Ramadan with. That's why Allah says, Who loses hope in the mercy of Allah other than the misguided people? You're misguided because you have a bad thought of Allah. Let me give you an example of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya ibn Adam, إِنَّكَ لَوْ أَتَيْتَنِّي بِقُرَابِ الْأَرْضِ خَطَايَا Allah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam narrates from Allah in hadith ilahi. He said, O son of Adam, if you came to me, يعني you die on the day of judgment, you die and you come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَوْ أَتَيْتَنِي بِقُرَابِ الْأَرْضِ خَطَايَا With the earth full of sins. The earth, you know this big earth, full of sins. He says, ثُمَّ أَتَيْتَنِي لَا تُشْرِكُ بِشَيْئًا And then you come to me on the day of judgment and you haven't done shirk. You've done all of the sins in the world other than shirk. Allah says, لَأَتَيْتُكَ بِقُرَابِهَا مَغْفِرَةً I'm going to come to you with the earth full of forgiveness. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, he said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَيَغْفِرُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ مَغْفِرَةً لَا تَخْطُرُ لَا يَخْطُرُ لَا تَخْطُرُ عَلَى بَالِ أَحَدٍ Imagine that that's the forgiveness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to come with on the day of judgment. Allah the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, كُلُّ بْنِ آدَمَ خَطَّاءَ Every son of Adam constantly makes sins. خَطَّاءَ means someone who constantly makes sins. Constantly. Then he says, وَخَيْرُ الْخَطَّائِينَ The best of those who constantly make sins or do sins are التَّوَّابُونَ Those who constantly repent. Allah says in the Quran, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَى أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِن to my slaves who have transgressed against their own selves. يعني by sinning. You've, you've gone against your own self. You oppressed your own self by sinning. لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله Don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Why? إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا Allah forgives all sins. Every single sin. As long as you die, don't die upon shirk, Allah will forgive you. As for the one, even the one who does shirk, you do shirk and then you repent, you become Muslim. Allah will forgive your shirk. The only problem is the when the person who dies, and he died as a mushrik, he died committing shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the only person who has no hope. That's the only person who has no hope. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from shirk. So the point is, my brothers and sisters, when you enter into Ramadan, don't think about just your sins. Yes, think about your sins, and but think about it and take it as an opportunity. This is the opportunity that Allah Azza wa Jal is going to forgive all of these sins. And Allah, who is Ghafoor Rahim, is only constantly forgives from his name, is Ghafoor. Constantly forgives Ar-Rahim, the one who's the most merciful, Ar-Rahman, the one who's, again, the, the one who's very, very merciful. That's the, what's the meaning of the name of Ar-Rahman, loosely. Come into the month of Ramadan uh, knowing that Allah is going to forgive you. And this, well, if it wasn't for time, we could go on for long speaking about the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we'll stop it there, inshallah ta'ala. And hopefully um, everyone goes into Ramadan and comes out forgiven. I went end with one hadith actually. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was walking on the, on the minbar, on the pulpit. And he, every step he took, he said, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. 
And so the companions, they said, why are you saying Ameen when you woke up the stairs? He said, Jibreel came to me and he made dua. And I'm saying Ameen to that dua. What was the dua? One of the dua, he said, may, may he be disgraced. Jibreel was saying, may he be disgraced. Who? The one who enters into Ramadan and he leaves and he's not forgiven. And your dua is against you if you're not forgiven. Do you think that it's hard for you to be forgiven in that case? The reason why the dua is being made against that person because he's not forgiven for after um, he's not forgiven at the end of Ramadan is because it was so easy for you to be forgiven. It was so easy for you to be forgiven. You still didn't take the opportunity. Maybe you didn't have any hope. You said, "I don't have no any hope." That person, his dua was made against them by Jibril and the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Why? Look at look at Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi Whoever stands up at night in Ramadan out of iman and hoping reward from Allah subhanahu wa taala. All of his sins will be forgiven. The Prophet said, Man qama laylatul qadr, whoever stands on Laylatul Qadr one night of Ramadan, Iman wa Hitisabin Gufirahumatakadamidambi, out of Iman and out of hoping Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all of his sins. All of these opportunities you have to be forgiven, and you're still not forgiven. That's the person who, who really deserves a dua against him. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not make, make not make any of us from amongst them.